Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Mojo Mondays with myself and Coach Carly. Hello everybody. So this is the first podcast that for the year when the kids have gone back to school. So our kids went back and, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, Woo! and we should have actually we should have actually done this podcast on the first day of the holidays. You're right. We probably should have because we're going to talk about anger. There was a little bit of anger this morning when the kids were like mucking around and we needed to get them off to school by on time and it's like, come on! <laughs> For the seventh time, put your bloody shoes on. Yes. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about with anger? So anger is, it's important to know that anger is a normal emotion just like all other emotions. And the thing about anger is that it can explain your behaviour, but it, it's not an excuse for your behaviour. So I think that is really key here. The anger is the message, and I know you can talk about the brain and the physiology of what happens, but it's this message from our brain and our body that someone or something has done wrong by us and that we need to do something. So anger is that emotion that really drives some sort of action. And it's really important to know this because it's not the feeling of anger that can turn sour, it's the action that comes with it. And we yeah. all know that anger can turn into physical and verbal violence and it can be dangerous at its extreme because it's an extremely powerful emotion if we allow it to take over and it can end up ruining relationships it can interfere with our lives our health and our overall well-being it can also be a good emotion and i think that's important to understand too because because it's an emotion that drives action if something needs to be done then it can really motivate us to find a solution to a problem the example would be an activist who puts their anger and channels it into a cause to take mm. action in saying that a lot of people will feel angry about a cause and not do anything about it and that can end up being quite an unhealthy <laughs> anger and excessive anger when it builds up in our bodies it means that we can't think rationally and I've heard many times from clients when there's this extreme anger that has taken over it's almost like the behavior seems justifiable in that moment and I think we've all got an example of that or is it just me? <laughs> No, <laughs> they've, think, they've all got something, got it. yeah, that, that you've felt this such this powerful emotion of anger that we feel like we don't have control. And then it's afterwards when we've calmed down and look at our behavior and go, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Or you feel guilty or embarrassed or whatever that is. Well, you talk about what goes on in the body there. It's in the brain. And it brain. is that we're not in control because... The neuroscientist Antonio Damasio was the first to show in his lab that it, this is all about the amygdala. So the amygdala is to do with processing strong emotions, and then it sets off a fight-or-flight response. So it can be any type of strong emotion, but it's particularly involved in the fear response and it's involved in the anger response. And so whenever you either feel threatened or you are angry, what Damasio showed is that the amygdala actually secretes chemicals out that shuts down your frontal lobes. 
the rational thinking, planning, judgment part of the brain gets shut down. And the part of the frontal lobes that normally we call it the handbrake, that's the part that controls the amygdala. Think of your amygdala like wild horses with a carriage and the ventromedial prefrontal cortex is like the rider on the carriage that's controlling the wild horses. And so when you get angry, essentially that rider gets bucked off and the wild horses are in control. So he called it amygdala hijack and we all know it as losing our shit. So that is what's going on in your brain at the moment. And interestingly, the Stoic philosophers called anger, they refer to it as temporary insanity. Mm-hmm. And and that, that's actually really good because it is, you do that. And there's a little story I may have told this a couple of times, but our daughter, as you well know, is very adept at pushing my buttons on occasions. And I can push her buttons too. Yeah, we clash a little bit. Just- I know. And, and that often happens, right? But it was quite a few months ago now when she was pushing my buttons and then the red mist just descended. I think everybody will be familiar with that. And I was just about to explode verbally. And then this little voice came in my head and went, you're just about to go temporarily insane. And it just, it actually made me laugh. And I said that to Kira, I'm about to go temporarily insane because we talked about that. And both of us laughed and it completely diffused the situation. Mm -hmm. But this gets into emotional regulation. And part of it is that Damasio showed that amygdala hijack, those chemicals that are secreted out that shut down your frontal lobes, last less than a second. So if you can just pause for a second or so, and we got techniques around breathing and other things, and then you your frontal lobes come back online and you can have a much more measured response. But if that amygdala seizes control, see, that's all it needs to set off the full-blown fight or flight, which is a body-brain response to that. And then you're off, and as you say, you regret it later whenever your frontal lobe switched back online minutes, hours later, for some people, years later. Mm, yeah, I know with in ACT, acceptance commitment therapy, we work a lot with regulate, regulating emotions and the, the focus is rather than trying to control it, it's about accepting, making room for that emotion and not trying to make it go away. But we teach people to influence how they actually experience and express their emotions because many approaches to regulating emotions involve this intention to try and feel better but in act, the intention is to allow the emotion to be there, allow it to come and go just like the weather, but it's how we respond to the emotion aligned with our values. So the action is not aligned with the anger. It's aligned with who we want to be in that moment. Mm. So it's important to recognise that. And what this means is that we can learn to control our behaviour even when the anger is there. So we don't allow the anger to control us. And one of the ways to do that is Dan Siegel, who's an an expert in this area, as he says, if we can name it, we can tame it. Yeah. And that's the first step to naming it. So we notice the anger's there. You have to notice it first because if you get so so fused with that anger, 
then you don't even really notice it's there because there's no space there to be curious about it. So you're not yeah. it. So I notice I'm feeling angry right now. I notice anger is showing up. Or if you've been around you and I, <laughs> our listeners have been around you and I for a while, you might have a gremlin and you might have named that gremlin. So I notice Wilma is here because Wilma's my gremlin. <laughs> And because drill anger is driven by action, if you're in a position to to be able to burn off some of those stress hormones, exercise is a really good strategy to to burn them off, like a brisk walk or a run or any sort of exercise. 30-second sprint will do absolute wonders, right? Because when you're angry, so it's understanding this, what's happening with the physiology. Mm. The amygdala sets off the fight-or-flight response, so you get this flood of hormones that are there to enable you to fight or to run away. And it is by the act of fighting or run away, that's what brings us back to homeostasis. So essentially, it burns up those stress hormones. So I always say doing a 30-second sprint is the best thing that you can do when you have any powerful emotions that you don't want to have because you're actually going to change the physiology and physiology drives psychology. Yeah. That's that. That's a key thing, and it can be two ways. But physiology is a very powerful regulator of your psychology, and that's when. But as you say, the awareness is key, and so making sure that you pause as soon as you feel the red mist is just one breath is all that you need, or just that that awareness of okay, here is anger, name it to tame it, as you say. Then if it's appropriate, you can do that 30 seconds, but if not, you just do one breath, right? Mm. And it's a four second in, six second out. And you can do this quietly. But if you're in a meeting and some dickhead is pissing you off in a meeting and you're about to lash out, you can just slowly take a breath and just slowly breathe out. That brings your frontal lobes back online. Now your physiology is reset. And then you can have a much more measured response that is aligned with your values or whatever that might be. Yeah. So yeah, there's different tools in different circumstances. But yeah, if you're just on your own, just try it. Just do a 30-second sprint on the spot and see how that changes your physiology. It's massive. Or one round of box breathing or or just a few breaths, four seconds in, six seconds out will be an absolute game changer. Yeah, and this is really about connecting with your body as well as your mind, isn't it? Because so often when we have strong emotions that are uncomfortable and we don't want them to be there, we start fighting with ourselves internally. So if we can start to approach something like anger or other really strong emotions and in our body as well and know the things we can do to change our physiology, as you say, that's going to drive our psychology. It's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully that's useful, guys. So next time you're about to go temporarily insane, just use a few of these techniques and see if it can ward it off at the pass, as they say. Brilliant. Catch you next time. See ya.